welcome back to another episode of DadCast. Man, this is a special one. We've got a whole bunch of guests with a little bit less time than normal, so I'm going to do my best to not go off the rails for you on this particular episode. We are doing this show live from Cashville. That's right. We are in Nashville, Tennessee, at least most of us are in Nashville, Tennessee. I am your host, JP, along with my co-host, Mr. Nick Martin. How are you, Nick? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm I'm in Oregon, by the way. Yeah, you are in Oregon, where I typically am as well. And I'll tell you what, man, I've been on a whirlwind travel week. Uh, Home, Vegas, Nashville, going back to Vegas tomorrow. Um, My one observation about Nashville, my first true visit to the South, um, man, it's humid here. Um, I've had to learn how to breathe water. Yeah, like, 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 like sitting in the sponge, isn't it? It is. <laughs> Today's guests on DadCast, man, they are, I mean, I'm going to introduce you individually. Um, they both are currently um, starring in a movie called The Bay House, which premieres September 9th in uh, select theaters. You can go to thebayhouse.com to find out what theaters uh, the Bay House will be playing near you and for you. Uh, two of the actors of that movie. First off, Mr. Sean Ferris. How are you, buddy, man? You're in space. I'm doing, I'm doing very well, hanging out here in the universe, just being one with all that is, and so happy to be here and join you guys on DadCast. I appreciate that, man. How are the gas prices up in space? You know, it's not so bad up here. You know, everything is all one up here, so it's all free. It just is what it is. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Um, also joining us, that, that guy right over there, I forgot to announce, uh, Mr. Cowboy Jacks, U.S. veteran Cowboy Jacks. Jacks, how are you, man? Man, I'm doing outstanding. I can't believe it that we're going to get an opportunity to talk with Sean Ferris and Barry Corbin today. Uh, yes. I want to thank Marcus Bovey for being able to put this together. And it's it's awesome to be a co-host on DadCast. I'm a it is. Fan. Yeah. That's, I'm so not used to having two co-hosts. So in my introductions, I, I forgot. So the second co-host today, U.S. veteran. Cowboy Jacks, and uh, you've got a really cool announcement we're going to get to here in just a few minutes. Um, we're actually going to let you lead the show here shortly, so everyone stay tuned for that. Um, and, man, this next guest, um, I did some digging, and if you didn't know, this man apparently has appeared in every single TV show that has ever existed in the history of the world and is currently in one of the top TV shows, if not the best show on TV right now, in my humble opinion. Yellowstone, please welcome to DadCast, Mr. Barry Corbin. Hello, sir. How are you? Thanks for coming on. I'm going to throw one out there, too. He was the best coach ever on One Tree Hill. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. That that took some doing because I never watched a basketball game. What? (laughs) (laughs) No, No way. Actor. Yeah. Uh, what what I did, I, I said, well, I don't know anything about basketball, but uh, give me uh, give me about a week. And so I watched every basketball game I could find on TV and watched the coaches. And I realized that uh, if they were that hyper all the time, they, there wouldn't be any of them over 30 that would be alive. <laughs> so I had to play him real laid back when I wasn't coaching the game. Amazing, man. 
Barry, we are big fans, and uh, I'm I'm honored, and uh, it's just such a pleasure to have you on DadCast. So we thank you very much. Sean, you as well. Um, amazing. Give me a quick rundown here. DadCast, just a couple of guys who uh, talk to other celebrity dads about being dads and their adventure and their path and everything in between. Um, so with that being said, there is a rite of passage here on DadCast, and I'm going to have to ask it to both of you at the same time. So feel free to answer however you feel fit. The question is, Sean, Barry, are you dads? Are we dads? Yes. Yeah, I'm dad many times over. <laughs> and, and, I raised, I, hey. I not only raised, uh, I not only raised my, my children, uh, I raised, uh, uh, three of my grandchildren. So, uh, I'm, uh, I'm sort of, I'm, you, I'm sort of experienced. You're the authority then here. Yes, definitely. He's the, he's the godfather of fathers in this podcast yes. right now, folks, because, yeah. you know, Barry has done his fair share of helping to populate the universe for all That's of right. us. That's right. Hey, somebody asked me, uh, which was my favorite child. And I said, well, that's, uh, uh, or no, they asked me what was my favorite movie that I've done. I said, well, that's like asking me, which is my favorite child. Right. I love them all equally, but some of them are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'm not going to tell you which ones are ugly because then that'll hurt their feelings. Uh, wow. That's, you know, that's, that's, that's truth. Truth spoken from Mr. Barry Corbin. Now, yeah, Sean, you mentioned that uh, Barry is, uh, you know, responsible for populating the world. I, I would venture to bet that my boy, Nick right there, he, he <laughs> give Barry a run for his money. He's currently brewing up number seven. Number wow. Seven. Oh, wow. Holy! All right, Mister Nick okay. Martin. <laughs> well, I've only got four kids, but I've got uh, uh, eight grandkids. Uh, no, nine grandkids and five great grandkids. So, oh wow, very wins. Yes, I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in the in the race there. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I feel like we're looking at a, a tortoise and a hare situation because uh, with seven kids, who okay. knows what's going to come down the line with grandkids and great grandkids. Right. I catch you at the end, Barry. We'll have to wait and well, we'll have to not, give this one I'm, the test of time. I'm, I'm not. I'm not in the in the uh, in the race anymore. I'm not uh, having any more kids. Yeah, but you know your 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 lineage will continue on down oh, yeah. the tree. So yeah. we'll see how big yeah, that they, tree grows. Yeah. You know, we'll see. I, I got I got dibs on Barry Corbin, Nick. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm, now. yeah, I'm. I'm hoping I don't catch the grandkid situation like he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, my my great grandkids are getting ignored because I'm too old to be chasing kids around anymore. Shoot, I'm too old to be chasing kids around. <laughs> you got seven of them right now. Well, know. You know, it's really interesting that we're even. It's really interesting that we're even on the subject. I just spent some time with a dear friend uh, that I grew up with in Cleveland, Ohio. We took my son to go meet his mother, his grandmother, 
and he has five kids and they're all a year and a half apart. And we, my wife and I looked at this house and we're like, how do you possibly keep up? Because every day this place looks like a hurricane ran through it. Uh-huh. And, 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 and I, we came to realize that if you have a kid, you make sacrifices. If you have a, two kids, you make a lot of sacrifices. If you have five kids plus, you just give up your entire life. Mm-hmm. And it's all about the yeah. kids. Yes. It's a beautiful thing. You make a beautiful thing. I don't know how you do it. All the sacrifices. I was watching a movie the other night called Tobacco Road. And Jeter Jeter Lester turned to his wife, Ada, and said, "Uh, how many kids do we have? She said, let me think now. I think it's 17 or 18 head. (laughs) I mean, that sounds like a cattle farm. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sounds like an entire football team. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Sean you got, Ferris. You got an entire football team and reserves. Yes, we're talking about least for the team. offense or defense. Special yeah. teams. You got, you got the whole deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sean, you are uh, you have a son. She just previously just mentioned. Um, but I you do. didn't mention the age of said son. How old is that boy? He is three and a half months, and uh, we are in the thick of no sleep, lots of diapers, and rapid growth on a daily basis. And every single morning, we wake up to a new child because his uh, his state of change right now is something to behold. It's it, uh, he's. He's becoming more and more aware every single day. It's indescribable, the feeling. It's, it's kind of like when I try to tell people about how my wife and I got married at Burning Man. You can tell people about the experience all you want to, but until you actually go and experience Burning Man or experience being a father, you, you, it just doesn't land. It's, it's, it's actually it's an experience. It's a, it's a necessary thing to actually go through to be able to understand what it all is. And you all being fathers, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, and this is new for you, right? This is your firstborn? Firstborn child, yes. Okay. Now, typically on an interview, I get a whole lot of the way through before I ask this question. But since I mentioned earlier, we're short on time. Um, I find a great parallel here. I'm going to ask the same question to both of you. Opposite ends of the spectrum. Brand new dad, super experienced dad, and grandpapa. Um, same question. First one for you, Sean. If you could give one piece of advice to any brand new or expecting father, what advice would that be? Okay. So when our child was born, when Phoenix was born, for the first two weeks, I, everybody told me, hey, your kid's going to pee on you. It's going to happen no matter what. Like You're going to change a diaper. He's going to pee on you. And I was like, oh, okay, so that's going to happen here and there. For the first two weeks, it was 90% showers every single day. Like I was getting peed on every single day, every other time that I, I, I changed him. <laughs> and so my wife learned on TikTok, actually, that if you take a, a wet one, a, a little water thing, and you wipe their belly with it, for you know you do a little circle around their belly and you wait 30 seconds and then you change the diaper they empty the tank while you're waiting nice interesting so if you want to resist the golden shower 
just take your time, wipe the belly, and give it some time. Give it a little Very patience. Good. So I'm just going to let you know, my kids too, the showers never stop. He thinks it's awesome to just walk up and pee on you. So just, just so you know, it's, it's never going to stop. <laughs> well, and so to piggyback on that point, today we were actually, you know, explaining to the grandparents that are visiting, like, hey, this is what we do. This is what we learn. You wipe the belly, you wait 30 seconds and everything's all good because he empties the tank and then you can change the diaper without worrying. And as I'm saying that, I watched him aim and fire all at the same time. But fortunately, I was smart enough to have a di- his fresh diaper underneath and his old diaper up top. So I shielded it. I there caught it. I caught it and blocked it. And he only peed on me a little bit. But the, the, the new diaper was fresh and good to go. I'm sure that we'll constantly be evolving with the future showers. But, you know, we'll take it as it comes, as we know so far. They're like, they're like college kids. <laughs> it's like Wait having a least. drunk roommate he doesn't pay bills. exactly yes he's he, he's always throwing up he doesn't clean up after himself and he's passing out constantly yeah. exactly all right he's now, always holding the bottle it's crazy on the other end of the spectrum <laughs> mr barry corbin those that was the advice from a new dad watch tiktok and an experienced father same question what's one bit of, bit of advice you would give to a new father well, literally 17 and doing it to you from the top of the garage. <laughs> it never ends. It doesn't. <laughs> Some things never change. Never gets better. My, my uh, son now, who, uh, my, uh, my youngest son now, he's, uh, he's 30. You know, it, it's, 39, I think. And he, he said, uh, when he was 12, he said, dad, when will I be able to beat you up? And I said, well, never. And he said, what do you mean? I'm going to get stronger and, uh, and bigger and you're going to get weak and old. And I said, yeah, if I, if you ever hint for a second that you're going to try, I'm going to knock you through the wall with a chair. <laughs> And he believed me and he hadn't tried yet. So we're in good shape. And I think we're past the point of him wanting to try anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, John, uh, John Wayne's son, Ethan, asked him uh, the same question when he was a young kid. John Wayne said, well, if I can't do it, I can hire it done. There you have it. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, gentlemen. I'll find somebody. Before we get to uh, U.S. veteran Cowboy Jacks, uh, I would like both of your thoughts real quick on the upcoming release of The Bay House, which, as I mentioned earlier, uh, you can go to thebayhouse.com, find out where it's playing in a movie theater near you. Um, how was that experience? Uh, it was a good experience, as I remembered. It's been a long time. I've done I've done a few projects since then, but uh, I, I had a great time on it, especially after we'd finished shooting in the night. We'd go out and buy a new bottle of, uh, of single malt uh, Scotch whiskey and uh, and kill the bottle before we went to bed. Among the three, you gotta, 
you got to understand we were uh, we were shooting some weird hours so when we would get off of work it would be like three o'clock in the morning and you know yeah. we're not ready to go to bed yet and you know we got along really well uh, myself and barry and james and and we were staying in the same hotel and we enjoyed going back and and knocking back a few and and talking about the business and uh you know, Barry, I, I got to say, I do miss those days because I feel like we really got a chance to really get to know each other during that, that time. And it made for a wonderful time on set because we'd, ha we'd had this bonding time. And considering if you see them when you well, for anyone that when they see the movie, you, you'll understand why a bottle of whiskey was necessary yeah. every day. Yeah, we were uh, we we did a whole lot of yelling at each other and not too much hugging. Yes, <laughs> I've seen the movie, man. I really enjoyed it, you guys. It was awesome. Um, where is the Bay House? Where was that actually filmed? In Galveston, wasn't it? I don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was in Galveston, just outside of Houston. Yeah. Texas coast. All right. Everyone. Oh, yeah. It it's a great flick. Obviously the Bay house, check it out. The Bayhouse.com, September 9th at a theater near you starring Sean Ferris, Barry Corbin, uh, gentlemen. Amazing. Uh, I'm just so glad you guys are here. All right. I'm going to pull back the curtain bay a little bit. I'm going to, I'm going to leave the co-hosting duties. I'm going to give the lead to my man, my partner, my friend, U.S. veteran, Cowboy Jacks. Um, he's got a pretty hey, cool announcement uh, happening. Let's go, man. Do your thing. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just I've, – I've enjoyed being like a fly on the wall. I see why Nick's so quiet all the time. But uh, we're very excited that uh, at DadCast, we're going to start doing once a month uh, an episode that's called The Life After the Uniform Limelight. And what we focus on is U.S. veterans doing extraordinary things in life after the uniform. And so when I saw The Bay House and I saw that it was a movie about a U.S. veteran and his family, um, I immediately was like, I'm very excited to be able to pick your brain a little bit. Um, obviously, we want to get you both individually back on DadCast, um, but also I, I want to put the question to Sean first. So you play the son of a U.S. veteran in the movie, right? So in your preparation for that or other roles that are going to be involved with U.S. veterans and things of that nature, do you do, you do any kind of research or, or how do you prepare for the character? Because you did an amazing job in The Bay House. For me, with The Bay House, it was more preparation of the relationship that I would have with my father. And, you know, there wasn't a lot of of uh, dealing with the, the the veteranship of of uh, of that situation because it was it 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 was based on this person's uh, feeling that his father wasn't really there for him at that time in his life, and so it was more based on the personal relationship between the two, and so when he gets the information of you know what he went through in the war and and you know that's what kind of brought him full circle to understanding his father wholeheartedly because now you know i there's all this information that i did not grow up with at that time and i was looking at it from a very singular perspective 
of you weren't there for me the way I, I feel like you should have been there for me. But when it's revealed to me, to, to Cam, that, you know, he had these experiences as a child and that led him into becoming a, uh, a soldier and what came of that, it explained wholeheartedly why he treated me the way he did when I was a kid. And it allowed me to understand that my father was just doing the best that he could with what he had. And that's where my character had a turn. That was the arc pivot for my character is when that knowledge that was not previously understood by me because he he was old school. He held that to himself. He didn't, he didn't put that on us. And when you're raised without the whole picture and you see it from a very singular perspective, when you're, when you're, when your horizons become broadened and you have all this information, it allows room for growth and for forgiving and understanding. And so particularly with the Bay house, that's the way I approached the character. It was more about the relationship with the father than anything else. And, yeah. and, and, and that, and that, and that, like I said, that, um, that, that information led to growth and understanding. Yeah. And I, and I love the arc in that because at times it was questionable who's the antagonist and, and you kept presenting almost like different dynamics of being almost the antagonist. But really what you find is, is that that miscommunication, right, is is what really is the antagonist amongst the whole family. And I just, I thought you did a great job. Um, Thank you. Barry, uh, my first question to you would be, uh, you're a U.S. veteran. Um, what does it feel like to have the coolest cowboy voice in the world? Like, seriously, <laughs> like, some people would say Sam Elliott. I say Barry Corbin, hands down. What are your thoughts? Well, I don't know. Uh, uh, Sam doesn't understand it either. I, I think, uh, I think partly with me, it's uh, it's it's drinking a good bit of Scotch whiskey and uh, and and uh, <laughs> chewing tobacco back in the old days. I've quit all that uh, all that stuff. I just drink a little beer now, but. Uh, little you beer know, never hurt nobody. Oh, it's not, it's not going to hurt you. Just as long as you keep it down to a case today. Those of you not aware who are listening and or watching this right now, Barry Corbin is a real full-fledged cowboy. He's just making that yeah. up. There's, yeah. there's no question about it. <laughs> yeah. 150%. So as a U.S. veteran, um, First of all, I just want to say thank you for all the amazing things that you've done, the, the TV shows, the movies, the voice, all of that, because our focus in the life after the uniform movement is being able to show people that are in military service that that service is temporary. But and, the and next chapter of your life is is what's the most important. So it's been amazing to watch your journey in that so far. And so if we're lucky, I, we we get through it, and we have and have a lot longer life afterwards. You know. Yes, sir. One hundred and fifty percent. So, when you were preparing for this role, um, were there some parts of the character that you felt like uh, it was like a stereotype, or or places that you wanted to push back in your character, or 
Did you feel like that in this particular role as this U.S. veteran who's a combat veteran from World War II, right, if I'm not mistaken? That's uh, right. Um, what, what was your take on that, especially being a U.S. veteran? How did you feel about the way that, that the character was was portrayed? Um, or, well, or I, I, thought it? It, I thought it was uh, – uh, I thought it was very well written. And I, to me, uh, uh, my, the most interesting part of this character was I was playing my dad. Uh, oh, wow. He was a state senator in Texas. And uh, he never got in trouble because he never did. Uh, he never, he never made any money at it. But he, uh, he was. He served two two terms in the state senate when I was in grade school up up into high school, and uh, so it was. Uh, it was kind of an interesting deal for me. I wish he'd been alive to see the finished product because I think it would have entertained him. But yeah, uh, I mean, Sean, did you know that? Like, did you and Barry have any conversation of knowing that, like, he was playing the the role of his dad? No, we actually didn't go into that particular conversation. Um, I also, you know, I oftentimes feel like when you're on set and when you're working together, you as a character, you keep things very close to the vest. Because, okay. you know, you don't want to reveal too much because if you do, then it, 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 can, it can muddy the water as an actor when you're on set. I don't know if that's what Barry was doing or whatnot. Um, yeah, we hadn't had that conversation. We had more bonding conversations to get close as individuals uh, coming together. And, and, and I thought that was a beautiful thing. Yeah. What was yeah. one of your favorite conversations that y'all might have had? Mm, juicy. <laughs> well, oh. we were talking about you were about to receive an award in Oklahoma. Yeah, was it Oklahoma? Uh, Oklahoma at the uh, at the National Cowboy Hall of Fame. I was uh, I was inducted uh, to the Hall of Great Western Performers. Uh, the first one to get that was uh, Tom Mix, and the next one to get it was Gary Cooper. And so I was in pretty good, uh, pretty good company there. And uh, the people who people who presented it to me were Catherine Ross and uh, and Sam Elliott. So I was in good company there too. So it was uh, it very nice, very nice deal. I I value that more than I value a, an Oscar, I guess, because it was presented to me by the board of directors of the. National Cowboy Hall of Fame. Amazing. And, you know, he was he was sharing that with us. And, and uh, you know, James Callis was there as well. And, uh, you know, Barry shared with us a lot about his, uh, his come up and what it was like to be an actor in his day, which is very, very different from my day and, 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 uh, uh, you know, as you see the universe that I am encapsulated I by mean, now, you were dominating I mean, brother. Like you were at the top of the heap right now, <laughs> brother. It's it, it, but, but where he was, uh, what he did and how he came up, like it was pure acting was just, 
something that he did because he loved it. It had nothing to do with fame or fortune or anything. It's because this man had to act. And, you know, that those conversations did affect me in a beautiful way because, you know, it helped me to remember why I got into this business because wow. I came into this business when, you know, it's, you know, uh, being famous was a thing and having, you know, all this fortune and fame was uh, kind of a, an idea for, for so many, not, not all, but so many and, and myself included when I first started. But I, 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 you know, I came to realize I actually took a small break from acting uh, shortly after this film. And it was because I had gotten burnt out on it because of the pursuit of all these things were a negative for me. And I realized that it, it has to come back to the basics and it has to be about passion and you have to love what you're doing. And it's, it can't be about, you know, the next job or anything like that. What it is, is I have to go act because I want to act and it needs to come out of me because I want to be in this scene. And I have a passion to share this with somebody because there's something inside of me. And talking to Barry was really a beautiful uh, eye-opening thing because he helped me understand the fundamental basics of why I became an actor and helped me helped to remind me of what is important about being an actor. And so, like I said, I took a break and I took a, I took a big pause and I only just uh, about six months ago got back into acting after this because now it's something that I am pursuing from a different perspective. And thank you very much for that, Barry. Well, thank um, you for, for expressing it so well. I've, uh, I've always felt like uh, fame, fame is the downside of it. You know, yes, you, sir. Uh, that, that, that's nothing but an annoyance because once you get uh, well-known, your uh the the joy i used to feel of being anonymous and being on the street corner and watching people you know uh as soon as you start getting uh recognizable you're not the watcher you're the you're the people people watch exactly and so but, you don't yeah. have a chance to see people and uh behaving like they normally would behave isn't the pickle though in that scenario that you don't know at the time when you're being anonymous, how good it is until you become famous and realize. No, I don't think so because I knew a lot of people who were famous and I knew what a pain in the butt it was for them. That's why I asked the questions. All right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I've come to realize something. The reason why they pay so well for actors to be successful actors is because once you become a successful actor, you're always on the job. Yeah. And, your and life well is said. the job. And all your work is sense memory. It's not, it's not something you saw today. It's something you saw 30 years ago. In a lot of ways, it's it's kind of like being a cowboy, right? Like, you know, when you saddle up for that eight seconds, it's going to hurt like a son of a bitch. But yeah. you do it anyways because you love it. Yeah. You know, yeah. you just can't yeah, deny you it. Love, you love the yeah. challenge of it. Well, yeah. Sean, you know, uh, 
definitely want to see more of you. Um, I had, I mean, obviously I watched never back down and, and seen all the comparisons to Tom Cruise and all that other stuff. And I got to say that I watched a video that was on your page of where there wasn't hardly any dialogue, if any, and it was a lot of different uh, sequences through the desert and things of that nature. And listening to you say what you just said is, and I don't know when's the last time you watched that video or how the production came about or anything, but the way that you just expressed what you went through in your journey with acting is exactly what relates in that video. Like it, it was so, so powerful. And I really loved your character in the Bay House because it reminded me a lot of myself. And Barry reminded me a lot of my papa, mm. right? Because he was a Korean War vet. And I'm a U.S. veteran from the 101st Airborne Division. But the only time that me and my papa ever had any kind of conversation was after I became an infantry soldier. You know what I mean? And so to see mm-hmm. that struggle between you and you guys to organically create that and then to know how you're connected behind the scenes, like, really loving on each other is just it's absolutely brilliant um i i think it i think it was really cool um any chance for you guys to work together again as either father and son because that was a great dynamic or or in a movie together period i would love to yeah i would love to that'd be wonderful i'm just gonna throw out a suggestion who anyone who's watching this any producer okay for the next time that they work together. I need Sith Lord and Jedi. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. I, I was just thinking they could bring the ranch back, and you could play Ashton Kutcher's brother because you know. Well, I was thinking we get old Sheridan on the horn, Barry, and get him over there on the six 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 six, or get him out there on Yellowstone. I think he'd do a great job. On the- well, you know. It, it, it wasn't too long ago that it was pretty close that I was going to be on Yellowstone. It didn't actually work out, but that's that's part of the path for me coming back. So Am I know, we wouldn't have actually, if that had worked out, that I wouldn't have actually gotten to work with Barry. So, you know, it's very particular what character it was going to be. Can but, I ask uh, what character you were auditioning or were going to be, or is that is that secret? I don't know if I'm allowed to even talk about it, um, okay. but it, it it was one of those situations where it was very close. They were checking my availability and all that stuff. But, you know, that stuff's, you know, that, that stuff is what it is. It's going to happen one way or the other. I mean, if Barry and I are meant to work again together, we obviously enjoy each other and respect each other and had a great, I had so much fun working with you, Barry. I learned a lot watching you, Barry, because you crushed it every single time. You know, the beauty about working with Barry is you only get to see one take that he does on your end when you see the movie. But Barry is on it. Every single take is a great take. Like you can literally you give Barry five takes like it doesn't matter if you pick what is the, the, the favorite or what is the least favorite. They're all phenomenal takes. And I got to I, I, I got to hand it to you, Barry. I learned a lot about just being present in every single moment, every single time, because you did it the same, but different, you know, every time it's a different energy each time. Yeah. And, but you just go with it and you don't judge it and you don't, you don't overthink it. You just, 
you just, you know, Barry, when you go, when you jump into a scene, you just jump all the way into the deep end and you just, you just figure it out and, and, and go with whatever is working. And it was such a wonderful experience for me because to work with an actor of your caliber and other actors of, of, of the same caliber, James Callis was wonderful. Kim was wonderful. Um, uh, uh, um, I can't even think Leanne of her name Warren. right now. Leanne Warren was one. Everybody, everybody kind of came, everybody came to play and, and everybody, you know, we're, we're, we've all done this for many years, Barry more so than all of us. And, um, it was just really nice to be surrounded with so much talent that all you had to do is be present. Just yeah. be present. Beautiful. So thank you hey, for Barry, that. Speaking of energy, when you brought your foot down on the chicken bone on the KFC box, <laughs> was that real? Did you really get hemmed up or did you, was that some of your brilliant acting? No, that was, uh, that was all acting. I didn't, wow. I didn't stab myself with the chicken bone. God, that shit looks like it hurt so bad. <laughs> was it a stunt double foot? Huh? Was that a stunt double foot smashing the chicken? <laughs> uh, no, well, it was actually it, him. All right. It was that, no, it was me. It was me yeah. stomping in the stomping in the mashed potatoes and the chicken bones and all that. Yeah. Here on Dadcast, we ask the important questions. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, that, so I'm, I'm that noticing like Sean's production value like for days. Delicious. You know what I'm saying? I was like, "What's that, Nick?" I'm I'm noticing Sean's drinking what looks like a delicious IPA. We have got to send him some of this. Yes, we do. I was going to thank our sponsors when we got to the end, but since you brought it up now, big thank you to Great Notion yes. Brewing out of Portland, Oregon. They make that is actually one of my favorites ever, and you can get it delivered to your door uh, cold. Just get the Great Notion app, enter DadCast10, get a great discount, and enjoy some amazing beers. Well, if, you send him, if you send him some, you got to send me some. I will. That'll work. All right. That'll work. If you send him some and you send me some, me and you got to meet in the middle and cheers, Barry. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Tell you what, if any of you can arrange uh, for myself, Nick, or both of us, to show up on the set of Yellowstone at any time, I'll bring all the friggin' beer you guys want. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. I'll even bring a, a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, see, well, now you're stepping into my territory because I was like, I want to, I've got a, a Sinatra Century in there and there's only 28,000 in the whole world. So I only Oof. sip on it from, uh, you know, for very, very special occasions, but I absolutely would break it out for the boys at DadCast and, and Sean Ferris and especially Barry Corbin. Hey, Barry, do you remember a movie that you did called Six Pack with Kenny Rogers? Yeah, sure. Okay, that, so that I was... That, that was the last ahead. time, that was the last time uh, uh, Diane Lane played a child. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you had this line... Right. Because you always had a toothpick and said, I'm, I'm here to get my charges. Right. So yeah. I was probably about five years old at that time and was going through some pretty I had a pretty tumultuous childhood. And I remember seeing that movie and hearing your voice. And that was like one of the coolest moments of some of the hellacious times that I went through in my childhood. So I just want you to know, and especially you and Sean both, that 
being the actors that you are and the integrity that you have and you being the U.S. veteran that you are, like you really do make a cultural difference and a cultural impact. And I won't ever forget that moment in my life. And my papa's passed on now, but, um, and all my family's from Kentucky. I live in Tennessee, grew up around horses, all that stuff. But um, th- this is a surreal moment for me, sir. And uh, I-, I can't, I can't thank you enough for the opportunity. And Sean, I just, I'm so glad that you've got a new view of what you want to do because you got the baby, you got the dad, you got all the motivation in the world. And uh, I think you're going to come out swinging, brother. So I I could talk to you all all night, but um, I I really appreciate the time tonight and the insight, you know, with the Bay House uh, and also talking a little bit about being in that dynamic of family, because I think it's important that U.S. veterans really understand that there's so much more to life and so much more for them to offer. And our community neighbors, non-veterans to understand that it's not just about PTSD. It's not just about suicide. It's not just about homelessness. There, there's outstanding people like, like Barry Corbin that uh, have went on to do extraordinary things in life after the uniform and even get to influence our community neighbors you know, non-veterans like Sean Ferris. So, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time this evening. It's thank really you for thank you for your service, my friend. Thank you so thank much you. for your service. And you know, I, I hope I'm not out of line. Uh, something I do want to bring up: I do know some veterans that have suffered some PTSD, and something that has uh, really helped them out. I, I just want to say this uh, for any veterans that are listening: if you are suffering and it is it is on, you're walking on the the the, the line. Uh, something that has been brought to my attention that has really helped out is Ibogaine. So I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but uh, look into it, Google it, search it, check it out. Ibogaine has been something that I know has helped friends of mine through the PTSD that they have suffered. And they are doing much, much, much better after. That's awesome. And and I actually have your email, Sean. So if you want to send me that link, because I, I run a nonprofit that's called Save Homefront. And one of the programs that we have in there is called InView, which stands for Neighbors with Veterans United Entertainment. And I would love to be able to talk to you more about being able to work with veterans on set, inspiring actors, that kind of thing, uh, and Barry the same way. So I, I would love to be able to get that information in uh just, just really appreciate the time, JP. I'm gonna turn it back over to you, or we'll probably talk all night. I would think because Barry's know. a we, night owl, from what we, I hear. We, yeah, <laughs> we really could. But with that being said, you know, I, Jack's just said it all, gentlemen. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day um, or night at this point. Uh, one last time, he is Nick Martin. Nick, did you enjoy yeah. yourself, buddy? Dude, this was awesome. We've definitely got to do a part two. I want to love um, a part two. Yeah. We got to dive more into parenthood. I want to hear more funny stories from Sean and you've got so much to look forward to, buddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, you yeah, do. Thank you. I'm, 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 I'm very I've much looking forward 12 to it. And, and 25. Wait till your two-year-old starts uh, saying bad words and <laughs> all kinds of cool well, stuff. Well, you know, we're, we're in the beginning <laughs> stages now and we're just taking it as it comes because as I understand, it's very fleeting and it, it, it moves oh. so fast from whatever. And I, I'm so fortunate that so many of my friends have had kids ahead of me that 
we're really doing everything we can to just soak it all up. But uh, no matter what, I'm, I'm sure in four years, we're going to look back and be like, what happened? How did we get here? Oh, like, you know, and yeah, it's please. just wonderful as it is. Yeah. Enjoy it. Um, I don't know exactly your, uh, your stance on adding a brother or a sister to the mix, but if you can, and the lady is willing, I would highly re- recommend doing such because there's something to be said about brothers and sisters and, you know, and having one as well, which Help you know what I'm planting a seed, Mr. Ferris. We want to have you back on Dadcast to discuss that in the future. Are you in? I would love to be back. All right. He is Mr. Barry Corbin. As mentioned at the beginning of the show, he's been on every TV show that's ever existed. Currently uh, filming, I believe, Yellowstone. Uh, catch that Paramount Network. One of my favorite shows I've ever seen. Um, I really enjoy you on that. And uh, thank you again for taking time out of your day to come on DadCast and talk about the Bay House. It's been an absolute pleasure to meet you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. I've enjoyed it. Barry, we'll catch you on the trail. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to plant this seed, Barry. I would love you to have come back on. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, we're all going to come back on. We're going to do it individually. We'll, we'll be in touch. Thank you. Absolutely. U.S. veteran, my friend, Mr. Cowboy Jacks. Thanks for coming on, man. I'm looking forward to partnering up and doing life after the uniform right here on DadCast. Again, that's an episode a month where my man right there is going to take the lead and uh, talk more, get a little more in-depth about life after the uniform, the U.S. veteran. It's going to be absolutely amazing. I am honored to be a part of that. Thank you, sir. JHL, very much. And Barry, I'm going to plant the seed. I want you to come back on. <laughs> I can't even do it with a straight face. Uh, I'd love for you to come back on for the life after the uniform limelight. I mean, there's so much stuff to unpack uh, about you being a U.S. veteran. And, and it's just so cool to kumbaya, all of this stuff. I'm jealous of Sean Ferris because he's been drinking that beer. I don't know if Nick's even drinking the beer. I think he is uh, just I'm, showing I'm, it. I'm rocking the Gatorade Zero. Does, yeah, does Barry have too. a drink too? Like, am I the only one that, you know, is not, you know, rocking any kind of whiskey right now? I'm going to go pop the top here in a minute. That'll right. That'll work. That'll work. All right. And it finally went off the rails. To everyone listening and watching, thank you so very much for your support. We appreciate every one of you. If you happen to be checking this out on YouTube, make sure you like it up. Subscribe, comment, do all that good stuff. Uh, Leave a comment for Sean or Barry. Uh, I got questions for it. I'll make sure um, they get to it and uh, maybe give you an answer. We appreciate you. We'll catch you on the very next episode. Thank you, guys. I want to tell you one thing before I get off of here. Okay. I I got a... I got a thing on Facebook the other day. It had a guy with a with a man bun on the back of his head and uh, wearing loose clothes, and uh, <laughs> and he had a, had a little beard. And there was another picture on the other side with John Wayne dressed up as a cowboy, and said uh, said times have changed from uh, from 1960 until 19 or, or 2022. And I said, uh, I, I said, you bet it has. I went from 19 years old to 81 in about a year and a half. So that's that's what happens when when you when you get as old as I am. Everything went fast so fast that you can't believe it. It really did. 
I can't believe I'm a great grandfather. Well, it's it's amazing that you are. You know, there's many that don't get to experience and and get to that point. So, you know, absolutely amazing. And you are 100% correct. You know, my son, who's 11 years old, thinks that 11 years is such a long time because that's, that's oh yeah, that's all he's had. That that's it. But that 11 years for me has gone by in a snap. He's going to be 22 in another snap. And the older you get, the faster it goes. So enjoy right. that time and cherish it. You bet you cherish all the time you got. Yes, sir. All right. See y'all soon. That is it. Thank you, Barry, Sean Ferris, Nick, Cowboy Jacks. Thank you, guys. Again, everyone, thank you. We love you. Have a great rest of your day, wherever you may be.